from the Red River to the Rio Grande and sea to shining sea. This is the Texas Standard for Wednesday, December 5th, this National Day of Mourning. I'm Laura Rice, in for David Brown. The stock market and federal offices all closed today. The Postal Service not making regular deliveries. State agencies also closed by the governor's orders. The movement to mark the funeral of President George H.W. Bush. The University of Houston also closed, except for exams. That city welcoming the body of President Bush one last time today before he's taken by train tomorrow for burial at his presidential library at A&M. That campus closing tomorrow. Tomorrow. UT Austin open, but its iconic tower darkened tonight with only the number 41 lighted in its windows. In this time of mourning, a lot of talk of legacy and logistics, but it occurred to me I hadn't heard a lot from the 41st president in his own words. Here he is accepting the Republican nomination in 1988. I seek the presidency for a single purpose a purpose that has motivated millions of Americans across the years in the ocean voyages. I seek the presidency to build a better America. It's that simple and that big. Jeffrey Engel joins us now from Washington. He is director of the Center for Presidential History at SMU and author of When the World Seemed New, George H.W. Bush and the End of the Cold War. Jeffrey, you've known the Bush family for years. How are you feeling? Well, you know, it's it's a day full of memories, to be sure. I mean, it's very difficult to be too morose and sad over uh, the passing of a person at their in their 90s mm-hmm. with their family around who had a, an amazing life. But it does make us all reflect upon uh, the passage of time. And, and it's astounding to think it's 30-odd years ago that all the events of his presidency occurred. A lot has been said about the former president and his legacy over the past days. What haven't you heard enough of that you think is important to include? You know, I, I think it's important to think about the ways in which George Bush um, embodied a more civil time in American politics when people, even if they disagreed, could do so respectably without being disagreeable, if you will. But at the same time, I think it's also important to to note some of the good changes that have occurred since his time in office and since the, his time up the political food chain. You know, when George H.W. Uh, Bush began in politics, it was basically the domain of, uh, frankly, only white men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're seeing a great, greater diversity. You know, obviously, we're not fully there yet, but the type of people who stood in attendance around his casket at the Capitol in that ceremony representing the Congress looked nothing like when George Bush was in the Congress in the 1960s. And and I, for one, think that's great progress. I was also commenting earlier that I haven't heard a lot of Bush in his own words besides some of his most memorable sound bites. Was there a a speech or a, a memorable moment in his own words that sticks out to you? Well, you know, I got to say, as, as one of his biographers, uh, I like to say that words were not his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was not the most eloquent person. And frankly, he told his speechwriters repeatedly to take out eloquence, to tone down eloquence, huh. because he would say, it just wouldn't sound like me. It wouldn't sound authentic. Huh. Um, but I actually think his inauguration speech deserves more attention and more credit, mm-hmm. because he really laid out there 
uh, a, his sense of where the world was moving in broad, broad strokes. And in the sense that he talked about the world moving towards democracy. He talked about the world moving towards the light. He talked about the world opening up and preparing for the 21st century. And that was really a moment as the Cold War was coming to an end when the United States and democracy itself was the overwhelming popular trend around the world. And it really gives a sense of where he thought we were going and what the future might hold. How about anything more personal, an exchange that, that you had with him that sticks out? You know, I, I will never forget, um, you know, I, I interviewed him, uh, had the pleasure of interviewing him more times than I can actually count. And he always answered every single question fully, as near as I could tell, uh, with one exception. Uh, he was not interested in talking about his wartime flying service. Mm. He was shot down, of course. He lost crew members. That's something he said that haunted him uh, throughout his days. Every day he thought about those people. Uh, and I will never forget one time I, I asked the president, you know, can we discuss what that day was like? And he looked at me and he handed me an Oreo cookie uh, and said, what else you got? Uh, and the idea was, you know, not talking about that with a guy third my age. So I, I'll never forget that moment. You know, I was thinking we haven't had a presidential funeral in, in what more than a decade. There's a whole generation of people who are, are new to this pomp circumstance and just the magnitude of the logistics that go into such a remembrance. Do you think it's an appropriate recognition despite the cost? I have to say I, I waver on that a touch. Uh, I, I, I'm concerned about in a time when people in our country are still hungry uh, and mm -hmm. still lacking health insurance. It's sometimes it's hard to justify this. But at the same time, these are national moments of unity. And frankly, we have so they are so few and far between these days. We should always remember that the president of the United States, unlike in other countries, the president in our country is both the, the head of state and the chief executive officer, um, which is put in English, what that means is he's basically both our president and our king. We don't have a king. So consequently, when he dies and someday when she dies, it really is a moment that we can remember the entire period that the person governed over and thereby remember that we're all in this together. Jeffrey Engel is director of the Center for Presidential History at SMU and author of When the World Seemed New, George H.W. Bush and the End of the Cold War. Jeffrey, thank you so much. It's always good to talk to you.